right. How about we don't dally and we just get back. Well, not get back. We get to the thing so we don't uh, uh, don't have to listen to me falling all over my insecurities any longer than... Uh, yeah, we can share the load. <laughs> yeah, I've got insecurities. Oh, that's nice. Me too. <laughs> well, that's yes. <laughs> we'll share the insecurity load. That's nice. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't know that I've heard anything nicer in a while. <laughs> Oh, Jesse, that's bleak. Oh, it's not even as dark as I was going to go. All right, let's get into the actual program. Now it's starting. You're going to love it. Here we go. Emma. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stan's team of comedy scientists now this commissioned is where three up, right? specific humorists <laughs> to give various potentially comedic takes right. on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. This is the Stab Show, now available in Taupe. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist hasn't opened a piece of mail addressed to them in seven years. They're an amazing writer and Stab Show favorite. It's Frankie Lord. Our second panelist collects shooting scripts signed by Brian Cox. I don't know what. She's the co-host of The Book Report. It's Dana Bryant. And our third panelist has three extra senses, but she won't tell. She's a hilarious comedian. It's Becky Lynn. Hi. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. More beard than man. Welcome, everyone, to The Stab Show. Your answer for... Oh, yeah. That's right. I wrote this earlier. God damn it. Welcome to The Stab Show. Your answer for what should I do on a Saturday night around 11 p.m. and all I've got is this danged radio. Well, tune in to KUTZ 103.1 or... KUTZFM.org for your Saturday night um, stab fotainment. I don't know. We're still still on stab. 11 p.m. Saturday nights on cuts. We love cuts. Hi, Mickey. Uh, let's meet tonight's panel. Frankie, hi there. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, we got show voices on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I finally I finally committed to a name. Yes. 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 I'm saw not doing that. the two names anymore. Yeah. So. Now I get to. It's not about me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but between you and Jack, I've got it. Everybody's throwing stuff at me. Uh, Jack Murray. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. I'm just, but the hall, oh, it's the white man's burden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that uh, this last. I wasn't going to bring it up. Yeah. I, like everything with my brand, it's because of milk. They, yeah. they were changing the tags and stuff, and they were just like, hey, you having 800 names. It's getting too long. Would you like to cut it down? And I was already mulling it over but i was gonna keep putting it off sure it's scary sort of made you have to commit made me have to commit to that yeah. change yeah. well uh, how have people been uh, reacting uh overall positive yeah. i mean i'm still i'm trying to come out at work but i'm not out at work yet mm-hmm. so it's still kind of happening in stages but sure yeah all right well glad you made or you were comfortable enough and forced into making the decision. Sure. Uh, anything interesting been going on? Uh, that's a uh, that's too much of a I question. I mean, for those of you that are uh, watching the live stream, um, I'm doing a TikTok live tomorrow night. Oh. Um, this is going to be my first announcement of it, so hopefully like, my partner doesn't cancel on me last minute. But oh, sure. uh, <laughs> 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, um, we're going to, it's me and Oslo from TikTok, and we're going to be watching uh, the Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. So, right. reacting live. I've never seen it before, even though right. I'm a huge horror nerd. So. Hmm. That's yeah. stuff you can just, I don't know TikTok enough. You need to yeah. help me with that too. Yeah, We're it's working. gonna. It's my first live, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, awesome. 
I'll si wait, 6 o'clock? I might be able to tune in for some of it. I don't know. I'm not going to commit. I but I'll give you a hard maybe. Cool. <laughs> well, awesome. Uh, and that's uh, the handle. So that oh, yeah. I meant it's an non-binary. Yeah. On, like, everything. We were going to get to plugs later, but since we're talking about this right now, might as well lay that out for yeah. people to uh, to start thinking about. Well, awesome. Glad to have you back, as always. Hey there, Dana. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. I, I recently started kickboxing, so that's Holy fun. Holy shit. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Nice. I, I think I giggle a lot more than your <laughs> average kickboxer. Yeah. Yeah. My, my friend and I started and so we'll like spar with each other and just like giggle as we're punching each other. It's great. Sure. Yeah. I, I could see that being an issue for some of the uh, the more serious burly gentlemen. Right. Oh, ever all the guys are super nice and probably yeah. like half my age. So you know, <laughs> I feel pretty badass. Well, good. Uh I mean, you don't have to go into which gym, but is it where you uh, don't have to? I don't want to. I don't want to put you out there. It's at, at Joe's gym in oh, Sacramento. Joe's. Yeah. Okay. They're cool. I think I know that one. Well, cool. What what got you? What led you to land on kickboxing? Um, my my friend's friend did it, and my friend was like, "I need a friend to come and motivate me," and I was like, "Cool," because I don't do that stuff by myself. Cool. And so now we're gonna. Beat so the crap out of people <laughs> in a parking lot if you fuck with us. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so this panel is just uh, subsisting almost entirely on well-meaning peer pressure. Yay! <laughs> That's my favorite type. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so far, two for two on people that would not have done something <laughs> were they not nudged forward. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I am not saying that as a negative. Totally get it. Um... Uh, book report. Yes. Yeah, that's still going. Yeah, we. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I say it that way. <laughs> no, you and uh, you and Jesse Rivera. Yep, uh, it's every third Sunday yes. at seven. We get some comedians, mostly stand-up comedians, to come and give us a book report about a book that we like, and then I do a improv scene with the stand-up, which is always fun because <sighs> it's not their thing, but they do a pretty good job. Yeah. And, you know, if you like to read, you learn about some cool, fun books from people that laugh. For sure. Uh, Becky, hi there. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned back to school. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm like a four-time uh, college dropout. Sure. Th three times. Mm, four times. Four okay. times. So I'm back now in school, um, nice. starting completely over. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, like completely, completely, like I mean, like a community different, college starting over, a different dire direction. But don't do any of the like. Units I mean, I think can? maybe only like three courses. Wow. Mm -hmm. okay. I dropped out in 2013. Okay, so I guess that means when I the last time I dropped out, all my junior college credits from 2001 probably aren't good anymore. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, not, who no. am I to say? I barely know what I'm doing now. Uh, but uh, I'm starting this long journey of eventually going to law school. Oh, ooh, so. Nice. Well, yeah, so right now I'm pursuing well, uh, public policy and society. Dana could try to dissuade you from that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to do it, do it. But if, you, if you're if you just like, I could go to law school, I don't know what it means. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanna, I, I want to be, I want to work in probate law. Okay. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Right. That's where the money is because all your clients are dead. Yeah. <laughs> that really is. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> all right. Facts. All right. <laughs> what am yeah, I? I want to help people make it easier for their family when they die. Oh, and then right. um, yeah, just not have to talk to as many people. <laughs> or maybe entertainment law, you know. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I want to 
work in probate. Well, I mean, that sounds like uh, working with people, working in law, getting big bucks and not having to deal with people. Uh, that seems like, yeah. Mm-hmm. What am I doing with my... It doesn't matter. There's still time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is there? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've been doing anything interesting comedy-wise lately, Becky? Or is it uh, just been just doing doing shows. I just yeah. did Sketchfest a few weeks yes. ago. Nice. That was very cool. And did uh, they laugh at you? Because they didn't laugh at us. <laughs> <laughs> they did. I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> yes, uh, Squad Patrol also went to Sketchfest. <laughs> Where did yes. you guys perform? At the um, piano fight, and we found out a few days after that they're closing that bar. <laughs> it wasn't your yeah. fault. <laughs> don't don't take it personal. Um, but if the show didn't go well, you're going to carry that with you. No. <laughs> no. Oh, it's awesome to be able to go. So I'm glad you both had varying levels of good times. I mean, I just, I got really wasted. Sure. After, after I left my credit card in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, no. Which was so wild because then um, I was in Sketchfest the first weekend. Mm-hmm. And I left my credit card there, and it runs for three weeks. And if you have your badge, then you could just like go to any of the parties. Mm. So like, I called where the after party was, and I was like, "Hey, I'm looking for my credit card. Did I leave it there?" They were like, "Yeah, you did." And I was like, "Oh no!" And in my mind, I was like, "Cool, I get to go back to another after party." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I did, and it was great. There was a positive to that. Mm-hmm. There was. Were you gonna end up going back for the second week or anything? Uh, anywhere, or? I had shows in the Bay Area, okay. so I was out in um, San Jose, which is not anywhere near San Francisco, well, but. Sure. It was, you know, well, whatever. Extra incentive to get back out to Sketchfest. Yeah. So there's worse things. And I didn't use my my credit card and oh, open good. a tab that time. Went good. cash only. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And this, oh no, I've got to go back for week three. Oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so happy to have you three. Now, let's finally get into the meat of the program. It's segment one. It's reorganization. Sometimes I just get to be 12. We like to pride ourselves on nothing but the highest brow comedy content around these parts. Sophisticated even. But sometimes I just can't help myself. Especially when I find the Council for Mutual Economic Assistance or ComCon. Just sounds like a porn convention to me. But it's almost the exact opposite of that. Any hoozle, let's <laughs> quickly drag my mind back out of the gutter while simultaneously forgetting what C-O-M-E-C-O-N actually stands for and instead give us who or what else come con. C-O-M, <laughs> I'll stop saying that. C-O-M-E-C-O-N might stand for or represent to you, Frankie. Yeah. Okay, I went for the <laughs> lowest hanging fruit. Okay, good. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. AVN has a monopoly on the porn-related conventions industry, and ComCon plans to shake that up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spelled C-O-M-E because the city players in Sacramento are no fucking fun! <laughs> ComCon 2023 is the newest porn industry convention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, starting today, see booths and demonstrations from lube producers, toy creators, fuck educators, casting couch agents, anal trainers, scissoring connoisseurs, tentacle puppeteers, rope weavers, tops, bottoms, burger patties, that's when someone fits between a top and a bottom, switches, porn set squeegee artists, the crafts table managers union, the sex crafts managers union, Pornhub knockoff programmers, babes, ethically bankrupt porn producers, bankrupt ethical porn producers, OnlyFans bait and switchers, gangbang and infancy coordinators, dog fart, farting dogs, Washington Mutual masturbators, cum-proof glass manufacturers, cum-resistant glasses manufacturers, furry fisters, and a Jenna Jameson impersonator. So come on down to ComCon 2023. After six weeks of setup, we are glad to be hosting it at the convention center on Valentine's Day from 5 p.m. to 5.25 p.m. 
<laughs> Asterisk for exhibitors, we are not offering booth carpeting, only clear tarps. <laughs> Man, you have got to get a lot in in 25 minutes. That's... Jeez. I mean, that's their specialty. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, glad somebody went with it. <laughs> I did set up the terribleness of it. I w it was just the first acronym that I saw. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Oh, man. What's a 25-minute what's a pass? Go for it. I was trying to budget. Uh, thank you, Frankie. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, hey, Dana. Hello. I'm sure this is going to be the exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's hear your C-O-M-E-C-O-N. Um, so, to me, do you know that there is a whole business out there to make people feel bad about themselves? Because they're not pretty. Because everybody knows that if you get the insult of being called a cum con, <laughs> it's because you are a comeliness conformist. <laughs> You are being sold beauty products mm. and a way to look on the internet. And anyone can be a comeliness conformist. You could be one of those TikTok or like influencers on Instagram telling girls what pretty looks like. Or you could be one of the people buying it and walking down the street looking like, oh, I only wear my eyebrows like this. Or you can be the poor, sad person that hates themselves. But you're conforming to standards of comeliness because that's what the internet tells you. But you know what? You don't have to look beautiful if you want to look cute or handsome. Or maybe you just want to look menacing. Like, don't conform. Don't do what they say. You know what? Beauty routine assumes that people want to look beautiful. I don't want to routinely look beautiful. I want to look intimidating. I am not a comeliness <laughs> conformist, and neither should you be. Nice. Uh, about as opposite as it could have been. So good. <laughs> good. I used a dictionary. <laughs> uh, yeah, the comely. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, the comely conformist. Uh, almost, almost the other side of the spectrum from the uh, cumcon. Uh, so good. See the breadth and length of all the potential in these sorts of things. Isn't that just wonderful? <laughs> <sighs> Becky. <laughs> let's see. Uh. Let's see where on that spectrum <laughs> this one will fall. Becky, let's hear your C O M E C O N. Come con. Comedians that open mic every day convention. <laughs> An annual, mostly male, echo chamber gathering where up-and-coming stand-ups perform their dick jokes for one another and tag them for each other with the same hack stuff as the year before, held in the lobby of a Holiday Inn during the Continental Breakfast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't need more. Uh, if you do it during the Continental Breakfast, you might have an audience. Yeah, that was yeah. that. That's, yep, yeah. you got it. <laughs> oh, just no... I, I don't know. I think this dick joke works, but could you have something for it? Can you? <laughs> Ugh. Uh, segment two, it's bootlegged. We're just going to charge right through. Mm -hmm. Why don't we? Uh, bootlegged. Trying to get your foot in the door in Hollywood? Well, don't waste too much time on a dazzling new idea rife with sequel potential and fantastical characters and settings that could make you the next Lucas or Cameron or Bay. No. Your best bet is to take something one of them has already done and make it 15% dumber and 40% edgier, and voila! 
the entertainment industry. So in Bootlegit, you're tasked with taking these world-renowned, successful properties and giving us your dollar store, flea market, bargain bin knockoff, counterfeit, or bootleg versions of each of them. We'll go one 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 two 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 three 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 as we do in segments two. Frankie, mm-hmm. let's get the bootleg started. Let's hear your bootleg NCIS. Yeah, I'm starting strong <laughs> with uh, <laughs> RRCD, which is the ROTC Rapist Cover-Up Division. Sure, sure. <sighs> I made Becky laugh. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That works. Just leaving me to think, oh, we've got eight more of these. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hi, Dana. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your So NCIS. mine is CGIS, which is the Coast Guard Investigative Services. Mm-hmm. But this isn't for like the entire Coast Guard, but like only the Coast Guard of Alabama. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with this, but Alabama has all of 60 miles of coastline. Well. So um, most of the stories are about drunken rednecks throwing red solo cups into the ocean. <laughs> But luckily, the season finale episode is just about the Bengal tiger that recently died at the Alabama <laughs> Gulf Coast Zoo, who died yesterday. This is a real fact. Oh, no. <laughs> so check it out. <sighs> I thought we were going whimsical for a second, and then it went sad. So two he, sad. he lived to be like 16, which is a long time for a tiger. Okay. And he lived by the ocean, which is pretty badass. I mean, it's Alabama, but what are you going to do? <laughs> it is the Alabama section of the ocean. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> which I did not realize was a thing until the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's bring it up, Becky. Let's... <laughs> that is so absurd. <laughs> okay. Becky, let's uh, end our first time around bootlegs with your NCIS. <laughs> NCIS criminally hot line <laughs> XXX. Mm-hmm. Are you a sexy crime fighter that wants a bad, bad girl? Call us to make your fantasy come through. There's hot, bad girls near you that need you to cuff them. Call 1-900-NCIS-SEX to get started. All right. All right. Again, somehow uh, directly in the middle of those. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys get how this works now. Uh, I don't know why I thought of this one because I'm running out of references now. So um, <laughs> then you guys get to, get, to, get to give me your bootleg. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle. Frankie, go. Insomniatic in Ithaca, mm-hmm. starring Chet Hanks and Meg in the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> Just straightforward. You don't need more than that. Stop digging. You've already hit oil. Um, uh, Dana? Uh, Sleepless in Seattle, what do you have in way of a knockoff? You know, fun fact, I went with Tired in Tacoma. (laughs) Uh (laughs) It's about Uh two people that find love through TikTok. Someone puts a TikTok meet me on the corner of this street in Tacoma, and, you know, they hook up and the end. Sure. Because no one can afford to go to New York these days. No. No. Who wants to travel either? Oh, that one's too close to what the ne- the remake of it's probably going to be. <laughs> uh, thank you, Dana. Uh, barreling through our bootlegs. Uh, Becky, how about how about a sleepless in Seattle bootleg? What are you doing? Passed out in Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> a narcoleptic Midwestern man is trying to find love but keeps passing out in the middle of his date. <laughs> 
right? Yeah. No, I'm just imagining all these things. This is the problem. I feel I'm like getting... you're not giving me much. <laughs> no. I'm... I feel like Hallmark has a whole new series that yeah. they could like tap into. <laughs> Some form of tiredness in a place. Go Hallmark Channel. Hallmark Originals. And then we'll, they'll all be Christmas, too. You're going to have your... Sorry. Uh, I get lost in my own whimsy. Uh, Frankie, how about we work on rounding out? See, this is a, a topical... It's a current reference. I still know things that are happening. Uh, Frankie, let's hear your bootleg, The Last of Us. Yeah, so I've got The Last of Us. Uh, it's a shot-for-shot remake of the series done with the Marcus characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's got web series written all Because <laughs> you could just run it. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm too busy plotting all of these. They're too plausible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're not getting the reactions you want, but you're feeding me gold. Um, <clears throat> at least achievable. Achievable gold. <laughs> Dana, hi there. Um, what do you have in the way of uh, a bootleg Last of Us? So in the late stage capitalism that we live in, mm-hmm. every series has marketing toy opportunities. Oh, yeah. I don't care that your children should not be watching <laughs> The Last of Us because there are still opportunities to learn, which is why I would like to market the Grow Your Own Fungi Kit. Sure. We have a organic matter rich soil shaped into a human head <laughs> and the fungus just grows right out of its face if you want it specially made to look like your mom or dad that is an option for a 59.99 upgrade and then your kids can just watch their very own horrific fungi grow out of their loved one's face oh, that is a clear missed opportunity from the folks at chia Fun for the whole family. Right? Yeah. We could have Chia Pet. <laughs> Last of Us tie-in. Oh. I'm just... A good thing I'm recording this. I'm going to take all of your brilliant ideas <laughs> and not do anything with it because I'm too busy. Uh, thank you, Dana. Becky, let's wrap up some uh, bootlegs. <laughs> I enjoy the finishing of the... I am done with this. Becky, let's hear your bootleg uh, Last of Us. Okay, so mine's a little similar to Dana's. Uh, okay. It's the <laughs> the beginning of them, squishy collectibles. <laughs> Collect all five of these soft and squeezable mushrooms that each have one human body part. <laughs> oh, oh. Surprisingly, the ending. I want more. Oh, no, it's different. It's it's still marketing, but it's different enough. These are plushies. Maybe they're Velcro. I'm sorry. I'm again. I'm still working on actually rolling these out. Segment three, guys. Oh, this is good. The timing is good. I'm I'm pleased with this. Segment three. It's recipes. The other two had similar mechanics. This has different. You'll it'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> segment three. It's recipes. Have you ever looked at somebody, like really looked at them, and wondered to yourself, what the hell made you like this? We at Stab have. That's the entire basis of this prompt. And while we all know that snips and snails and puppy dog tails are what little boys are made of, and that sugar and spice and everything nice are what little girls are made of, in recipes you're asked to give us the ingredients that have gone into making these other various stuffs and things what they are. These are all actually fairly upbeat, so show me how you've made them horrible. Uh, (laughs) Frankie, Mm -hmm. hey, uh, let's hear your recipe. For somebody who seems to actually have their shit together... So this recipe can look a lot of different ways, mm-hmm. right? It's not a baking scenario. There's a lot of room for experimentation here. There is one consistent ingredient, though. 
lie. <laughs> this recipe is never going to come out right if you don't remember to lie, right? We are not making someone who has their shit together. We aren't supernatural magicians here. Include all the ingredients in your recipe that feel like having your shit together, and then lie about the inclusion of any ingredients that you have to use to preserve the others. Binge drinking, hooking up with strangers, sending death threats to celebrities, eating an entire pumpkin pie with an entire tub of Cool Whip in one sitting. These are just some of many common ingredients that offset going to work 40 hours a week, making doctor's appointments in a timely fashion, not texting your ex, etc. Go to town, experiment, find what makes your life livable. Just remember, if you want people to have your... If you want people to think you have your shit together, lie. And definitely do not, do not try to make this recipe without the offsets. That's how you get mass shooters. <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can't people just have... No, they can't. No. There's something bubbling underneath. You have to have a crutch. An invisible crutch <laughs> that only you know that you go home to <laughs> that keeps everything okay. I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dana. Hi. Um, <laughs> that m m Make this one terrible. Uh, <laughs> I think I made this one magical. <laughs> okay, good. That's what I need. <sighs> Damn it. Dana, <clears throat> let's... <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. No, there are no wrong answers. <laughs> Dana, let's hear your recipe for a nice night in. Well, first, you're going to preheat your house or apartment to a nice 74 degrees. Ooh. You want to be comfortable. <laughs> you need to make sure that before you start, you pre-charge all of your devices so that you are prepared for the evening. Um, make sure to dress your person in a comfy outfit. Maybe it's some PJs, a nice snuggly robe, some slippers. Um, you want to make sure that you wash your nice soft throw blanket because that will be an important piece of the puzzle. Next, pop the cork of a nice bubbly beverage, maybe some Prosecco or rosé, preferably chilled. Um, next, you are going to want to prep an array of snacks. You know, if you're going to be chopping things, get your nice Cutco knives out. You want to make sure that everything is a nice face-sized proportion before you shove it in there. And once you have your bevy and your snacks all ready, carefully insert yourself into a couch and underneath your previously prepared blanket. Next, you're going to turn on your entertainment device of choice. Maybe you're going to watch a rom-com, a horror movie, that hit streaming show that everyone's talking about. Sure. Maybe play your favorite video game where you get to like hit people on the internet and then hang them on hooks for your amusement. You know, whatever brings you joy. Um, you do you, boo. <laughs> yeah. um, then after letting yourself veg for two or five hours, you know, however long you need to get good and marinated, you're then going to move into the bedroom. Yes, um... You're going to, if you are particularly messy when it comes to that space, maybe put a, pow a towel down. You don't want to take any of your nice evening doing laundry afterward. Yeah. Then you're going to go retrieve whatever additional devices that you have charged um, for your me time activities. You know, if your previous viewing activities were enough to get you roused up, great. If not, grab some supplemental material. Always remember, <laughs> incognito mode is your friend. Mm -hmm. um, and now you do you, boo. <laughs> yes. And, and once you're done, maybe run a nice hot shower. Don't forget to pee. And then it's time <laughs> to snuggle up into bed and go to sleep. Oh, man. Two to five hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's <laughs> <Sounds> wonderful. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dana. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that paper. 
<laughs> well, it wouldn't be the only thing. Well, well, you do you. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Dana. That sounded like a wonderfully nice night in. <sighs> Could they not have just had? No, I get it. I get it. Everybody's got something. <laughs> seams. I put seams in there. They don't actually. It's sad. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, hey, Becky. Hi. Oh, I thought I'd let you just just get to go to town. Just really, uh, really, <laughs> really vent some stuff if you had it, if you needed. Um, with your recipe for the dream I quit scenario. Okay. <laughs> when I was a naive 20-something working at McDonald's, I would spend my shifts at the back drive-through window concocting the most delectable daydream <laughs> about leaving this dead-end job for a more respectable career at In-N-Out. <laughs> Years have passed now, and I have finally perfected the recipe. You will need one unfocused store manager with a shopping addiction and a C-Series BMW on the cusp of being repossessed. She must always be in the office, stalking her ex on Instagram. Five, untrained new hires. <laughs> untrained new hires that are under 18 and don't have strong people or math skills. <laughs> One bus full of tourists that all want large Big Mac meals. An ice cream machine in heat mode. <laughs> and a customer at the second window of a completely packed drive through who refuses to park despite the fact that she ordered 80 McNuggets to be cooked fresh. First... <laughs> You must call the manager to the window to request that the customer park, and she makes a snide remark about how you would, if you would just smile more, people would listen to you. Mm. At that moment, one of the new cashiers accidentally closes her drawer before making change for a $100 bill for a customer that ordered a $1 hamburger. She starts to melt down because she isn't sure how much change to give back. You laugh. Your manager yells at you for being a bad trainer. The bus pulls up. Drop fries. You get on the grill. The window is unattended. The nuggets are up, but no one is there to box them. The cashier is carefully counting back 99 $1 bills, the last of the cash in her drawer. At this point, <laughs> the other three trainees return from their extra long break with glass eyes and big smiles. One gets on the register. One goes to the back window of a now gridlock drive through window. <laughs> What is the holdup? Yells the store manager. Front drive is waiting on an ice cream cone. That's not true. <laughs> you, but you tell her anyways with a coy smile and watch as she grabs a cone, pulls the lever on the machine, and it's blasted with warm, sticky vanilla soft serve mix. You look her dead in the eye, remove your apron, walk past her and say, I'm McGon, bitches. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh. Got to pass that on to a, to somebody currently in that situation. <laughs> They've got to find that recipe. <laughs> I worked at McDonald's for eight years. <laughs> well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Crafted over mm -hmm. over a long period of time. You perfected that recipe. Thank you, Becky. Uh, thank you, Frankie. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's segment four. It's pseudo-pharmacles. Drugs are awesome! I know I'm not supposed to say that. Uh, what with being a fine, upstanding business owner that I am. But it's likely that, <laughs> that hardly any damn one of us goes an entire day without imbibing in something licit or illicit 
every dang day. So clearly, drugs have something going for them, which is why in pseudopharmacals, you're asked to give us descriptions of these three new mind and body altering pills, sprays, salves, or smokes hitting the shelves and the streets. Uh, <laughs> hit us in the copay. That's what that says. Um, Frankie? I don't know. Um, you tell me. What are <laughs> gooey knackdabbers? Wow. Jesse, you just have gooey knacknappers in your medicine cabinet like this, like out in the front? No shame. Wow. We have a modern man here. Oh, wait, you you don't you don't know what gooey knacknappers are? Bro, these pills straight up suck your dick. I mean, not literally, it's not like you put the pill in water like a sponge capsule and it turns into a deep throating brontosaurus or anything. No, it just produces in your brain and penis the sensation of getting the best sloppy toppy of your life. For like a while, dude. Like, like, look at the safety label. Quote, if the sensation of getting the Mop Top Hoover Vac 3000 lasts more than six hours, seek emergency medical attention. You know, I heard that Brian, uh, different Brian, he decided to get a gooey, he decided to get a gooey knack glug and chug while his oh, girlfriend sh- gave him the for real throat pussy experience. And he could like never get his flesh limousine power cleaned in the Larynx car wash again. It's like war flashbacks at the thought of a spit and quit. It's highly unadvised. So generally, it's for men who can't get someone to suck in on the semen vape pen. Yeah, that's why I was surprised, dude. Like, it's it's a pretty embarrassing implication. So, uh, since you obviously don't need these, can I take... No? No? Okay, I shouldn't have asked. I'm sorry. It probably isn't as good with slurping out the meat from the gordita crunch anyway. So many new euphemisms. (laughs) They tried to latch on to several of them, but they just kept, they, they wouldn't stop. Uh, no, somebody left them under a chair. I didn't, those aren't mine. Uh-huh. I just, you should see the lost and found around here. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Frankie. That was uh, informative. Uh, oh, shit. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Dana. Okay. Um, whenever I do the one that sounds like an actual commercial one, I have Got to really get a run up because I forgot how this is pronounced. Okay, I think I got it. Uh, Dana, <laughs> let's hear what Grixtlorbin is. Grixtlorbin. Yes, Grixtlorbin. Sure. Not only am I the spokesperson, but I was also one of the test subjects. Ooh. Yes, and I highly recommend this drug. It's for empaths who just get, take care too damn much, <laughs> right? Have you ever been an empath where, like, everyone else's feelings are your feelings? What Grixalorbin does is it blocks the neural pathways that make you feel other people's feelings because, damn it, other people feel things too loud. (laughs) You know what? You know what this does for you? Guess what? You can read the news again without wanting to die. And you can also listen to all of your friends' problems without feeling that, like, overwhelming need to fix them and make them feel better. And also, you can save so much money because now you can watch those poor, sad puppy commercials without donating all of your money to save the poor, sad puppies. Because you know what? You don't give a fuck anymore. And you know what? If you're not an empath, let's say you're someone else, like a conservative that's tired of listening to all their breeding heart liberal friends and relatives, you can actually like give them one of these. Tell them it's an aspirin, and then suddenly they're not going to be whining and complaining about all the things that they love that you just don't give a fuck about. <laughs> and 
you're not going to care that you gave someone a drug that isn't what you told it is because you're already into controlling other people's bodies anyway. So who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> now, <laughs> side effects may include dry mouth, restlessness, the inability to cry, <laughs> apathy, the sudden urge to urinate on public property, and death. I mean, like, eventually we'll all die, but it doesn't bother you anymore <laughs> thinking about it. No. <laughs> Cryptosilorbin, <laughs> get yours today. Oh. <laughs> Don't care about that paper either. Right, fuck you, paper. <laughs> oh, sounds so nice. Oh, just be dead inside? Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but the the good dead inside. Right, the easy fast and not the, like, slowly whittling away yeah. from existence. Just a, just a temporary dead inside. Exactly. That's good. Just turn it off every once in a while. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Thank you, Dana. Uh, Becky, I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward to your interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what What is this new drug uh, <laughs> hitting the markets? Uh, January 2. <coughs> There's a rise in popularity of a new narcotic amongst young professionals. January 2nd, or the 1-2 as it's known on the street, is causing an epidemic in metropolises everywhere that metropolises exist. <laughs> Sold in a sleek vape pen, the 1-2 packs a punch of Adderall and Norco to give a quick boost of energy and a slow high of painlessness. (laughs) Made popular by the sudden drop of motivation almost immediately after the start of a new year. 1-2 is affecting communities everywhere, and some think that big gym business is to blame. More at 10. Back to you. I was ready. You tipped me that it was coming. You, know? <laughs> you just checked in. Huh? I'm almost done here. Got it. Uh, oh. That's my favorite one. <laughs> oh, man. Just pop a... <laughs> pop a Grips, <laughs> Grixel Dorbin and a 1-2. Oh. You can just sit there and not give a fuck about anything. Oh, so good. Thank you. Thank you. You, you three wonderful wonderfuls. Uh, all right to segment five. I know, I know, but it's okay. It's location, location, location. There are people out there that carefully search out a need in their community and go about filling it, thereby enriching the world around them and giving their lives much needed meaning. Then there are those that just decide to force their business upon the surrounding area, whether they want a small independent comedy theater in their neighborhood or not. In location, location, location. (laughs) You three are starting businesses in a location that might not be ideal for said location. But... It's your job to convince us why we should patronize your business anyway. So, Frankie. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this one had been in the file for a while, and I don't know why, especially if I had hindsight at all, uh, I gave you this one. But let's hear it. Frankie, you sell despair to optimists. All right, you stupid little sluts. Some would call you optimists, sure, but I have gathered a more specific crowd today. The toxically positive. You always look on the brighter side of life, ass bitches. I lost my favorite ring. There will always be more rings. My cat died. Be grateful for the time you had. Personally, my funeral is going to be a celebration of life. Stubbed my toe? Think of all the toes you didn't stub. Shut the fuck up, dipshits, and begin to despair. Now I could list all the obvious reasons for despair, sure. Global warming, an ongoing pandemic, the uprise of fascism, Leonardo DiCaprio has an even younger girlfriend. Her high school experience was affected by COVID for Christ's sake. (laughs) 
But the secret is that the despair is already in you. You are still despairing over the boy that didn't love you in high school, the top choice college that didn't take you, the cat you could have adopted at the shelter instead of the one you chose. You aren't so grossly, excessively, neurotically positive because you are so happy it makes you, in the modern jargon, antisocial. No! You are grossly, excessively, neurotically positive because you are running. Running from the minor heartaches that would heal if you just stopped fucking running. So stop running! Stop running! Embrace the despair! <laughs> Cry in your bathtub to Breaking Benjamin about the men who didn't love you well enough. Malaise on your couch with a Costco tub of ice cream and all of the ways adulthood is a barrage of disappointments and underwhelm. Contemplate suicide! You'll feel better afterwards, or you'll be dead. Either way, I won't have to listen to you anymore. Sure. Sure. Sell that to someone who seems to actually have their shit together. <laughs> Tying it all together. Frankie, thank you so much. Oh, so wonderful. <laughs> no. Look, you know I'm a month into a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that wasn't the best. Maybe I maybe I was teeing that a little too too on the nose there. Uh no. So good. Thank you for that. Hey, I, how could people uh, who would want such a thing get more Frankie Lord in their lives? Yeah, um, I'm at Oops and On Binary pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, I'm most most active on TikTok, but I'm also getting back into posting on Medium. I have a Substack now because that's what that's what everybody does. Seems to be um, Instagram. Uh, I'm going to be doing, like I said earlier, I'm going to be doing that stream show tomorrow night. Yes. It's going to be too late for the uh, podcast audience because this will have been like two years ago. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I'm teasing. The streaming audience. <laughs> but the streaming audience. You, clearly you like streams. Tomorrow. You should come watch the movie exactly. with us tomorrow. Perfect. Um, and I'm also doing Sketchy Friends on Monday. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes. the Valentine's edition. Yeah, so. a big old crowd of Sketchy Friends on Monday, so that'll be fun. Uh-huh. So happy to have you. Honestly, yeah. you know I give you the rants. Uh, <laughs> so good. Thank you, Frankie. Mm -hmm. uh, Dana, yours isn't strictly in a bad location. It's just a bad idea in general. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dana, look, been looking forward to this one. Uh, you run a food truck that whites up ethnic food. <laughs> um, if you're like me, this experience sounds familiar. The... <laughs> You are at a wedding, and the only white people there are you and your mom, and you get to spend the entire meal period listening to her ask complete strangers, is this spicy? Is this spicy? Is this spicy? And cringe and be uncomfortable the whole fucking time. So that's why I started the food truck, just shut up and eat. <laughs> what this food truck does is every month we feature cuisine from a new location around the world, and we bring it to small towns of white people to introduce them to the food. And every meal is rated on our spicy scale from the bottom, which is your potato farming ancestors could eat this, all the way to, yes, Karen, it is spicy. <laughs> and each meal is served with a nice little brochure that tells you all of the ingredients and explains them in words that white people will understand <laughs> and also gives some cultural significance around holidays and the ingredients so that they can actually learn something. And, you know, just to get them on board, it'll tell them a famous celebrity of their likely age range that also likes this food. Because, yes, Mom, Tom Selleck does eat tikka masala. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? 
Maybe, just maybe, if we hit enough towns, the next time your parents or your grandparents come visit you in your city, you can eat at a goddamn restaurant instead of going in and out for the 15th time. So shut up and eat. Shut up and eat. <laughs> in neighborhoods <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Well, that wound up providing more of a service than I imagined it would. <laughs> so good for you. <laughs> Thank you, Dana. Hey, how can people get more Dana Bryant where they work in bike? Well, every second Saturday of the month, I perform at the Sacramento Comedy Spot with my sketch crew group. <laughs> I'm trying to say crew and group at the same time. Group? That's not the right word. Um, Squad Patrol, we are at 7.30, second Saturday, so that's tomorrow. Oh, shit. Um, it's our Valentine's Day show. I'm also here back at STAB every third Sunday at 7 o'clock with the book report mm -hmm. if you like stand-up comedians giving you book reports <laughs> and then me doing an improv scene based on knowledge, then check it out. It'll be <laughs> live and streaming. Awesome. Well, awesome. Thank you, Dana. Good to have you always. Uh, hey, Becky. Hi. Uh, how might people go about uh, getting all the Becky Lynn they could handle? Yeah, folks can find me on Twitter and Instagram at oh that's Becky o h t h a t s b c k y like oh that's Becky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can check out an extended clip of my standup on my website oh that's Becky .com. I have a podcast called It's Crazier in My Business that can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sure. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's it. Okay, I think that's yeah. Nice. Um, somewhat. Similar in potential tone. Uh, Becky, <clears throat> let's hear your pitch for your business. You run a kiosk that sells memes in a mall in the town of Grandmasburg. Oh, hello, <laughs> young dearie. Are you looking for a gift for your grandmother that you are obviously coming to visit to secure your place on the will? Stop by, we meme it. <laughs> we can personalize anything for you. Perhaps you'd like to share more about yourself. How about a single millennial female starter pack cross-stitch dish towel? Let's see, you look like a box of wine, bottle of Lexapro, Netflix logo, and past due credit card kind of gal. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. Oh, or maybe, Something more for her? What about one of those cringy ones that she posts on your Facebook wall? Like Betty Boop in a sparkling red dress with the words, no issues today, I'm in my awesome bubble and you're not allowed in. We can put that on a blanket. <laughs> or, or, we're running a deal today that if you buy two memes, We'll upload both to the wallpaper of an iPhone 3G, and she can look at them whenever she wants for $79.99. What do you think? It's a steal at twice the price. <laughs> <laughs> and stab is over. Thank you for joining us tonight. And, of course, a very special thank you to our incredible panel, Frankie Lord, Dana Bryant, and Becky Lynn. Now, if you enjoyed what you just partook in, but wished you'd been there to hear it as it happened. Well, you can be. Every Friday night at 7 p.m., either in person at Stab Comedy Theater or from the comfort of your own home on StabTV.com or Twitch.tv slash StabComedy. Or, if you need the convenience of getting the Stab show when and wherever you like, 
then you can get this and hundreds of episodes like it via the podcast provider of your choice, be it Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or the Good Pods app. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for you tonight, folk. So until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and you've been a gosh darn treat. Honestly, you've been a snuggly good, good time morsel of neat. Good night.